0: Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast studio getting ready to record episode number 35 of Coach Prep, presented by our presenting sponsor, It Up FP. It Up is an app for your phone. It's a tool that you can use to handle all your team communication, inter-team, so player-to-player, coach-to-player, across your organization, it has a great social media aspect to it. So check out It Up FP at CleatedUp.com. Our topic today, Don, is reopening of softball, getting back to playing the game, and some things that we want our coaching friends to be thinking about and making sure that they're paying attention to as we get started. So we spent a lot of time talking about mental game stuff and and all that in the past, and we want to kind of pile on that topic today by thinking about how important a positive attitude and a positive outlook from our coaches is going to be as we reignite our seasons and we get ready to get back out there. Because we know already that what we're expecting to we're not going to be sharp yeah and, and what we're expecting to have happen and what we want to have happen and what's really going to happen are all going to be different things so the first thing is obviously whenever we start up start playing games people are going to be rusty people are going to be shaky there's going to be mistakes there's going to be things that are going to be part of the everyday experience at the ballpark that we're going to have to kind of wrap our heads around and be ready for
1: no, I think that everybody's going to come back at a different level too, right? We've got some kids that have been really active and, and focused on, um, you know, all the fine detailed things and others that haven't been able to. Right. And so I think from a coaching perspective, we have to manage the fact that our
0: team, the team that we're going to be coaching, and again, this doesn't really matter what level of team you have, the team that you thought you were going to have before the quarantine and the team that you have now as you as you emerge from the quarantine it's going to be two different things. So we have to temper our expectations. We've got to look at it realistically. And, and Don, you hit a major point with, for the player that you have that had a bonet in the garage and has been taking swings every single day and has a nice big backyard that she can go out and play catch with that or throw into a bonet or whatever it is. You're also going to have a player who has zero equipment, zero room,
1: and really a challenging situation to try to do anything at all to be ready to play. A lot more limited, I know. And talk to you know both ends of that, people that are able to do tons, and then others that are just, I wish I could. Right. And from a coaching perspective, we've got
0: to just understand that that's the reality that we're going to have. If you're going to spend time being angry or frustrated or disappointed because some players are not as ready as you think they should be, you know I think we have to take a good look at the situation and make sure that we're not uh, painting with too broad of a brush. You know if a kid yeah. is not as sharp doesn't mean that she doesn't care, doesn't mean that she didn't want to, just might mean that she just cannot.
1: It wasn't, a, yeah, you know, it wasn't in uh, the cards. Right. There are
0: people that have lost their jobs and things like that, so to expect that family to run out and buy a bonnet or yeah. you know or whatever it is to to make sure that uh, we've got a spot to hit is maybe unrealistic. I think we just need to make sure that we start off by tempering our expectations as coaches so that we don't uh, start off frustrated and then get more frustrated.
1: No, absolutely. I think that's good. And then I think we're going to grow and get back to where we want to be a lot more quickly. Right. You know.
0: Yeah. If, if, we, if we handle it positively, if we are working on uh, making things better instead of making things more angry or more frustrating, I think that's going to be a big step.
1: We've kind of just gone through all that. Everybody's frustrated. Everybody's in right. that bottled up stage. So this needs to be the time for us to really have a chance to enjoy it, right. and being back together. And so speaking of
0: frustration, part of why we also wanted to talk about is, is right now, everybody's frustrated trying to figure out what's going on, when when it's going to happen, when when can we play, when can we practice, what can we do, what guidelines are we going to have to follow. And so again, for our coaches, it's up to us as as the leaders of the team, as the person in charge, kind of wrap our heads around, we can be part of the solution or we can be part of the problem.
1: Absolutely. No, I think that uh, the approach that we take is going to be absorbed by the group for sure. Right.
0: Yeah. So if, if you're the coach that's on social media every day right now, complaining about the governor or complaining about the parks and rec or complaining about the CDC or whatever it is, and that information is being made public and is being shared with your team, you, all you're really accomplishing is cranking up their frustration sure. too. Sure. And showing that as aggravated as you are, I don't think is really part of helping your team keep their focus. You know, I think that every time we talk about when when are we going to get to play, every time we get angry or frustrated about the kind of moving finish line, you know, the the target yeah. that, that's yeah. moving around a little bit, we just add another layer of frustration for our players. And the one thing we want to make sure is that our players know that someday, whenever that day is, they're going to get to play again, and we want them to be looking forward to that and excited about that. And building anticipation for that versus you know this roller coaster ride of anger because well we thought we were going to get to play on May fifteenth and now we can't and then we thought we were going to get to play on May twenty second and now we can't you know, we were supposed to be able to play on Memorial Day and now we can't and you know, yada 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 all that stuff is a natural reaction but if you want to be that person who's angry or frustrated about this so make sure you keep that to yourself and don't share that with your team don't share that with the kids don't share that with the families because if you are adding on if you're piling on to that already potentially frustrating situation it's going to get worse it's not going to get better
1: so Tori, as well we're going to have a lot of challenging uh, we get to do things but we're going to have to do the distancing we're going to have to do the mask covering we're going to have to yep. you know change our format we're going to have to do all these things those are frustrating pieces as well and yep you know if we know that uh you know one day that's going to loosen up and we're not going to have to do as much of you know, the distancing or maybe not have to wear masks one day, we can, uh, you know, justify jumping through those hoops right now just to get there, right?
0: Well, and I think from a leadership perspective, it's up to us, again, to see it as a glass half full kind of situation. Again, if if I'm stomping around mad because I've got to wear a mask when I coach third base. I'm mad because we have to leave the park right after we're done playing today so that the next wave of teams can come in and play. Or if I'm stomping around being mad because we can't have a cookout in the parking lot or whatever it is, that's not solving anything. It's not helping to make things better. It's just adding a whole other layer of distraction for our players and for our families. And so to me, I think it's up to us to, as coaches. Yeah. And, and yeah. it doesn't matter. You can have your opinion. If you think wearing a mask is the stupidest thing since stupid was ever uttered, that's your point, that's your opinion, and you're welcome to have that opinion. But the point of it is, if you are out there sharing that opinion loudly and vehemently around your team, around your players, around their parents, uh, we're just adding another distraction.
1: Absolutely. And you know, I
0: don't think we want our players going to the ballpark thinking about all the things that suck about getting to play softball, because <laughs> it's got to be a little bit different. Sure. What well, sucks I got to wear a mask in between games, or it sucks I got to sit six feet away from my teammates, or it sucks that I can't spit or whatever it is that's gonna be the thing that somebody's gonna be mad about. You know, for some of our coaches that still use uh, you know, smokeless tobacco. Find out you don't kinda, get to chew gum, you don't get to chew, tough. you don't get to dip whatever it is. You know, you can be mad about it all you want, but if you're mad about it and, and you allow it to be a distraction, it's just one more reason why your team's not gonna be ready to play very well.
1: No, I think that's a great point, Tori. And and we talk about glass half full and Um, getting to do things, you know, if we can always follow up that negative thought with, but I get to, you know, be around family and friends, I get to get out and breathe some fresh air, and I get to do all these other things, and maybe it won't feel so bad.
0: Again, that's the, the attitude that we have about it, I think, is the moral to the story today. I am overwhelmingly excited and joyful that we get to play softball, even though it's going to be a little bit different or feel a little bit different than it has in the past. We can block that other
1: stuff. Right.
0: And, and just look at it as like, you know, six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, we didn't know if we were going to ever play softball again.
1: I got tired of looking at the TV.
0: Yeah. I mean, and and so the fact that things are starting to open up, you know, I think it's important for us to use a little common sense and be excited about the fact that we get to go to practice. We get to play some games. Yeah. And even though uh, it might mean that my whole family doesn't get to come to every game I play, I mean, yeah, that's disappointing. What's more disappointing? You don't get to play at all. And the reason I think it's important is I think we're, we're going to be in a really powerful position as coaches to set a tone for how this is all going to play itself out. The one thing I'm 100% sure of is that if softball as a community, if we as a, as a group go out to, to the ballpark and act the fool, don't get on board and turn this into some sort of youtube nightmare where we've got to watch clips of you know parents having fights in the parking lot because one group wouldn't leave because the other group needed to come in or parents holding a sit-in and staying you know in their little tent village because they're you know that's their right to camp out at the ballpark all day long or you know that somebody you know barges into the bathroom and and overcrowds the bathroom or whatever you know it's not going to take a whole lot of that kind of stuff happening to shut, to shut the whole thing down again yeah Because the one thing I know for sure is, you know, the the parks and the recreation departments and those kinds of things, those people have a lot of pressure on them to do this, to do it well, and to make sure that we follow the guidelines and the standards that they're dictated to. You know, the guy that's running the park is not the one that wrote the guidelines. No. Being Uh, a jerk to the guy who's got to walk around the park and say, okay, folks, you know, your games are over now. We need you to leave. Isn't you know on some sort of power trip? It's just you know that's what he's required to do yeah. for us to allow this to happen. If you dig in and say, well, you know this is our spot and we're not leaving, we're going to have problems. We're going to have big problems. And I think so from a coaching perspective, and you know, we need to start every time we talk to our team, every time we talk to our players is, oh my gosh, I can't believe we get to play. This is awesome. And then when somebody says, well, I hate wearing masks, well, you don't have to wear the mask the whole time and just think we get to play. Yep. And then somebody's like, well, but my grandpa isn't going to get to come to the game. Well, okay, your, your, your grandpa's, you know, we're going to miss but that he's not there, but we'll set him up with a Facebook Live and he can watch say, it from can his house. And then he can watch it and he'll, you know, he'll be able to cheer for you from afar. And then you can have the joy of telling him how great it was and how excited you were. And you can talk to him on the phone afterwards.
1: And just hearing you say all that, Tori, our kids are learning from how we act and interact and react to all these situations and right. they're, they're going to emulate it and they're going to you know take those things on into other parts of their world away from softball too so right it's very important yeah. i love it and,
0: and i think that if you know if we help model that for the players on our teams we're going to go a long way towards making this as sure. smooth a transition as it can possibly be is it going to be the game that we're used to i don't think so and no. i don't think so for a while i've got my own opinion about this whole thing but we get to But we get to play softball again. And if that means we've got to make some adjustments, I mean, I'm as old school, set in my ways as any human being could possibly be. And my first thought was, well, you know, coaches will have to wear masks the entire time that they're at the ballpark. My first thought was, well, that's going to be a pain in the butt. Right. But then I thought about, (laughs) or I could be home watching, you know, one more Netflix series. A second time. A second time. And of course, can't help but notice like the last, at least in our part of the country, this last seven or eight weekends when we were locked down and we couldn't do anything. And the
1: sun's shining. The sun's
0: shining. <laughs> the birds are singing. It's, you know, 75 and sunny. Perfect. And I'm, I'm stuck either doing yard work, which the nice weather was good for, or watching something on Netflix wishing I could get outside. I'm re- I mean, I'm, I'm ready for us to get outside. And honestly... Because I know how God's cruel sense of humor for softball is going to work it's out now. Rain. <laughs> the first weekend we get to play, it's going to be rainy, <laughs> drizzly, miserable. Be worried if the games are going to get rained out. It's we're a gonna, test. You know, we're going to spend extra time at the ballpark. We're being tested. But our, our job as coaches is really simple. No matter what the challenge is now moving forward, we have got to be positive. We've got to set that positive tone. We've got to do everything we can to create that get-to why not, right? Attitude, yeah. and spread that message to all our players, to all our families, to all our assistant coaches, to everybody that's around our team. That's if, the
1: person I want to hang out with.
0: Yeah, normally I think that's yeah. always true, but especially yeah. now, because as I said before, you know, we've, we've seen YouTube channel stuff of, you know, parents getting into brawls at games and things like that, and that was before corona. That was before all this stuff. Frustration. So, yeah. so now, what would be the worst thing possible Two parents get into a fight at a softball tournament because one won't wear a mask. Right. Or because one won't, you know, leave the field or whatever it is. And all that we're going to gain from that is an embarrassing situation that's going to probably lead to us back to in the living room, watching Netflix while the sun's shining outside. And all these kids are watching and learning, Tori. Yeah. Yep. So, so let's set a good example. So if coaches, there's your coach prep thought for the week. Awesome. You're going to be out on the field. Let's be a positive influence. Let's practice positive coaching, whether it's the what's happening on the field or what's happening around the game with the guidelines um, and the changes that we're going to be experiencing. So that's episode number 35 of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I really do appreciate you listening. If you have any questions, suggestions, or ideas, please reach out to us at fastpitch at gmail.com or fastpitchprep at gmail.com. As always, we hope that you'll check out our website at fastpitchprep.com. Check out the uh, youtube channel the blogs and uh, the recruiting seminar and as always check out our presenting sponsor cleated up fp at dot so for coach don this is coach Tory, and for our producer stan lewis here in the cherokee batting range podcast studio saying thanks for listening to episode number 35 of coach prep we'll talk to you again next week